Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Trevor Olson Show, episode 103 on Wednesday, February 16th, 2022. I am your host for the evening, the afternoon, the night, the day, the dusk, the dawn. Trevor Olson, good to be here. If you'd like to support the show, you can head over to patreon.com slash Trevor Olson, where I do a bonus Saturday podcast episode every Saturday, just like this. Uh, best way to support the show, best way to support anything that I'm doing creatively. Let's get into the show and into the week. How's your week been? Are you doing good since I last saw you? I chopped my head a bit, as you can see, shaped. Can you see? Got it. A little bit. First, uh, first little, my head's freezing. It's like it's my, it's like my head is in a perpetual ice bath. I woke up in the middle of the night, it's fucking freezing. Um, <laughs> yes, I do. First haircut here in LA. That means time's flying by because I could. I get a cut about every five weeks, so that was about uh, three weeks in, three weeks into being here, I've been here almost a month already, just like that, uh, the bedroom, you guys, coming along, finally, um, almost all painted, I've been, I'm just a painter, some people like to think I'm a singer-songwriter, some people think, well, you guys, I don't know, YouTuber, I don't know, make videos, I see myself as a painter, folks. I just paint walls all the time. No, I've just been, you know, you've been, I've been doing it the smart way, uh, doubling up the layers so that there's, so there's not, nothing bleeding through from the previous color. Um, I'm looking at it right now. It's, it's a nice gray, real vibrant color, uh, color choice, gray. Uh, but I will say I'm already feeling uh, more... More at ease in the room. I I, I think that the, yeah our, the way we optimize our environment I think that has a major effect on how uh, on our moods and how we act and kind of what we what we bring out into the world. It's amazing what the the color of paint on a wall can do to your energy. You know it was like a powder blue before, spackling all over, chaotic, too much chaos. Now it's um it's much more calm. And so it's already starting to feel more like, uh, more like hump, but yes, what have you been up to? What have you been up to? Hump day, as they say, halfway through your shitty week if you're looking forward to the week being over. Um, let's jump into the show, folks. Um, <laughs> what's been going on? Well, little updates before we jump in. I, um, I got to do a, I got to do a show, uh, my first LA show at this Irish pub, called uh, the lo the odd fella I almost just said the lost fellas uh, called dogs are barking odd fella the odd fella a u l d in uh, Culver City Los yeah in Los Angeles it was a gig it was a um... damn it shut the dog up <laughs> excuse me um it was a gig it wasn't like a show it was and I'll I'll explain to you the difference. The difference between a gig and a show is uh, a gig is, you know, they hire you, you get hired for an event or for a night, whatever, for, say, a, uh, in this case, it was at a restaurant, at a bar, uh, great space, the owner's awesome, uh, just good vibes, good food, definitely check it out if you're in the area, and uh, I played for three hours from 7 to 10, and, you know, it's kind of like, you know, you're running through uh, old stuff, new stuff. It's kind of like a paid rehearsal, if you will. 
uh, with brakes and you know it's not as it's, it's a different type of playing than than a show you know when it's a show you're playing for let's say 90 minutes 45 minutes 60 minutes if you're an opener or something like that and you know you've got your set list figured out you're locked in you're ready to go and um, especially if you're playing with other people you know because the, the gig I did was just uh, just me by myself which I've done a million times and uh, but the last show I did was in uh, in Michigan before I came out here and it was with a full band and it was so fun it was so fun and uh, that's like all I want to do now is play music with a full band. But uh, happy to have had the gig and happy to uh, get my foot in the door out here in L.A. So I'll probably be back there uh, monthly from what the owner told me. Um, and he's like, do you got any more fun songs? He doesn't sound like that, but because it, it was, he was like, I just want you to play some love songs. It was, it was a Valentine's Day gig. And I was like, sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's like, can you play some more upbeat stuff? And I was like, oh. Yep, sure. I just need to learn new shit. I need to learn new songs. I've got the ballads down to a T, folks. Got the ballads down to a T. I just need. I need some more. Um, I need to. Yeah, and, and self-admittedly, I need to update my uh, my set list. But happy to have had the gig, and uh, look forward to doing more. So, what'd you think of the episode? Episode five. This is. Talking Alphaspheria, episode five, the Trevor Olsen show, number one hundred three. So that is what we're going to be getting into here. Um, what do you think? I, I'm. I will say, I'm, I'm surprised at how fast the time is going by. You know, where the episodes have been coming in weekly, and uh, I can't believe we're already on episode five of eight. So we are beyond the halfway point. The show is going to be over soon. It's going to be over soon. And, uh, but that's okay. Oh, good things must die. Uh, <laughs> let's see what the episode, let's take a look here. What it was. Ah, uh, yes. Umia. 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 Let me know in the comment section how you fucking say anything in Swedish. Uh, Umia. We went up there. Up north. Up north to Umia. We had, I almost just started talking about the, upcoming episode because something came to mind don't want to mess don't want to mix up episodes um yes this was the episode talking on the subject of healthcare, the comparison of the swedish healthcare system comparatively speaking to the to the uh, u.s healthcare system and which is uh, which isn't good but also I, I i will self you know i'll say that i'm not educated enough really to speak on to speak on healthcare, um, I don't know what it would take for uh, the United States to implement something that's more uh, European, but um, yes, don't know, don't know. But it was fun. Uh, the episode was fun to make. It was fun to be a part of. It was fun to see Umia. It was a long-ass drive. Here's the thing. They don't tell us shit when we're on the show. They, we were thrown into a van and uh we're just like shuttled around everywhere and that i remember this day the day we went up to umia we i think it was a six hour drive eight hour drive it might have been eight might have been six something like that but um they didn't tell us so we're just kind of hanging out and uh it's like three hours past we're like where are we heading you know and they just they're like oh we can't tell you it's like oh shocker you can't tell us you haven't told us shit this whole time 
Um, but we eventually got there. We stopped at a, what is it? What's the fast food restaurant place that you guys have in Sweden? What is it? It's Mac, Max? Max. That's right, Max. Fucking terrible food. What are you doing? Don't be eating that nonsense. I had a, I had a salad at Max's. So I'm trying to have some sort of semblance of healthy food. And uh, I had like a chicken salad. And the chicken came out in like a like a like a 90 degree angle cube, flat and processed. I just kind of chopped it up to make it look like some type of actual chicken. And uh, I remember I ate it and I felt like dog shit for hours after. And so even the salad wasn't ideal. I think a lot of Swedes will will be unhappy with me saying that. I, from what I understood, a lot of people like Mac Max. Um, and while we were there, something came out, some special equivalent of like the, I don't know, Big Mac here in, Mc, in McDonald's, at McDonald's in the U.S. Uh, it was some type of special burger that they busted out, and I remember the crew getting very excited, and I was like, you're a bunch of animals. Bunch of animals. Trying to eat at Max's. But, we stopped there along the way for lunch on our way up to Umia. I shit myself in the van due to the salad, and, uh, <laughs> no, got up to me, it was beautiful, it was a beautiful drive, so this week's episode, Brittany and Brett, let's talk about Brett first, because his, his story was first, I, I thought, you know, Brett and I got along great, we got along, uh, quite well throughout the trip, and, uh, you know, he was open on this episode, this week's episode, about losing his son after only two days. Um, a horrible, tragic uh, experience that he had many, many years ago. He's now uh, the father of two beautiful daughters. Beautiful, Brett. Beautiful daughters. Brett, <laughs> Brett, Brett told me, he's like, don't ever talk to my daughters. Um, um, yeah, so two, two, uh, two daughters and... <laughs> funny he said that to me. Um, but I, you know, it was very, I think, you know, to be vulnerable on camera and in front of, uh, and to know that it's going to be seen by a lot of people, you know, I'm not going to overstate, overstate it, but you know, I, I admire the fact that he was open and honest and vulnerable. I admire when people are vulnerable, when they, when they're honest, when they tell the truth. And so I thought Brett putting himself out there like that was, um, was, you know, admirable. So, hats to you, Brett, for doing that. And hats off to you, hats off to you. My freezing hat off to you, Brett. And uh, cool story, as always. All the stories have been so interesting. I can't remember any of the fucking names or the details, but they've been interesting, uh, learning about everyone. It's even difficult to remember what I learned, you know, because you learn so much depth and so much detail. And uh, it's like you have to, like, go back and look at the letter and look at the information that the, the documented evidence that they collected because it's 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 so in depth and all the different names, pair, person, person. There's a per, on my family tree, which you haven't seen me get yet, um, but everybody gets them. There's a person. What's his name? I can see it from here. Benjamin Benjaminson Brandback. What a name. What uh, what's your name? Is it uh, I'm just Benjamin Benjaminson Brandback. They call me Triple B, baby. 
Got that triple B going on. Benjamin Benjaminson brand back. Beautiful. Um, so it, it's, it's, you have to look at the, the, the documented evidence to remember all the details. But it was fun to see Brett, uh, Brett's story. Also funny that, you know, he, come, he comes from a long line of criminals, Brett. Criminals. Stealing oatmeal and shit. That's a, that's a class A, class A, I don't know if that's a thing. Class A felony. Spent time in, uh, in prison in Sweden. He initially talked his way out of it, which is funny because Brett's in sales. And uh, he's a big talker, aren't you, Brett? <laughs> um, so that was neat. Neat to see Brett's story. Yes, we went to the hospital. Uh, I'm looking here. Um, yes, something that we wouldn't have been able to do in America, folks. There's no chance in hell we would have been able to do what we did in Sweden in America. There would have been there would have been so many different liabilities, so many different forms we would have had to assign. Uh, would have had to have signed. I mean, they just, they, we went into this hospital, we threw on some, uh, some scrubs, and then all of a sudden, where I'm putting an oxygen mask on an old fella, and Eric is drawing his blood. Like, we would be sued in America. And so I just remember calling back home at one point during that trip, and I was like, they're just letting us, you know, take care of the elderly. You know, I'm working, we're going to be working at a nursing home soon. I have to bring my W-9 over. Clock in. Start working. Start working over in Sweden. In the hospital setting. Interesting difference between the healthcare systems. I already uh, briefly spoke on that and my lack of education to speak any further. Uh, John was funny. It was funny watching John get, you know, nose fucked by the COVID test. <laughs> Which I don't think he had ever had yet. At that point, it was funny. He d we just made a big deal about it. Quit being a pussy, John. Uh, what else? Yep, there's the old fellow we helped out. Brett, Brett's story. Yes. Ah, uh, yes. And yeah, and challenging for him to uh, to go to the maternity ward, you know, because that's where he lost his son. And so. Uh, Good on him for facing that sort of fear. That you know, for I don't know, fa you know, facing that and doing it quite nobly. Uh, fast forward through Brett's story. We get it, Brett. Life's not all about you. Ah, uh, yes, yeah, Swedish school, where we learned about you sociopathic, lonely Swedes living all alone in your apartments, jacking off, watching porn. Um, no, more, more Swedes, uh, more Swedes living alone than like anywhere, but not necessarily lonely. That's what they try to argue here in this week's episode during the Swedish school. Iaguntid, Iaguntid, uh, something that, uh, that was one thing I noticed, uh, well, one, one of the, one of the many things that I noticed uh, was the the something the fact that I was already I already take I can't talk I already had, take a lot of alone time alone time you know, I spent a lot of time in solitude I spent a lot of time uh, intentionally alone and so that was that was just a funny sort of and it's not this profound thing you know people get people have alone time everywhere but um, it's definitely something that I I enjoy and I do it every single day on a daily basis I, I like my privacy I like. Um, I like to be alone with myself, 
and uh, the Swedes do as well. So that's that. That was a something Swedish I was doing over here in America, uh, which I, I don't know. I thought was you know interesting. But yeah, more Swedes living alone, more single apartments in Sweden than uh, anywhere else. But Swedes are rated among some of the among uh, some of the happiest people on the planet, which makes sense. I I noticed from being over there, and I think this is just more European in general. You guys just have a different pace of the Swedes and in, in Europe just has a different pace than the United States. Like people in Sweden and in Europe work hard. Everybody works hard everywhere. Um, but in but you guys take your breaks. You guys have your egantine, you know, your fika. You guys take the time to slow down. I think there's a, a sort of deliberate slowness over in Europe. You know, it's not all about what it's it, I think I think it's a different value system than here in America. In America, you know, people are praised for um just hustling and you know, make sure you have a side hustle and make sure you know, you your fucking I don't know, Instagram followings up and um you know, America is largely driven by pop culture and, and celebrity. You know, we're obsessed with celebrity here in America to an unhealthy degree. Um, but I think that's actually kind of dying with, um, but, or, or maybe just transforming, probably, probably not dying. But it's one thing I think of is, you know, I think of like TikTokers, like what's her face? She's got like a billion followers on TikTok who's a dancer, sort of. The D'Amelio sisters. Like, they're cute, and sort of talented, sort of, uh, kind of, not really, and not like a Leonardo DiCaprio, or or a Denzel Washington, or a John Mayer, or you know somebody who's who's a skilled, sk like hyper skilled at a specific craft. They're just cute and dancing and good on them for like their success by all means i want people to be successful i'm not one of those people who i meet I've, there's people we've all met those people who are unhappy that other people are happy that other people are successful and that's a horrible horrible way you don't want to fall into envy it's a horrible way to live your life so i'm happy for their success i hope i run into them out here in los angeles and i'll go hey you're that sort of dancer aren't you but anyway like I think their success for me, it, it, it kind of it, it it takes the the landscape of celebrity and it lowers it because it's like here's these sort of semi semi talented people, but they've got more followers than fucking John Mayer, Leonardo DiCaprio. So it's just kind of like oh, it's just different. It's transforming. So I think the idea of celebrity is changing, but we're still obsessed with it here. And, and, and you know, like money, fame, popularity, those are definitely in the value system of the United States to some degree. I think at the end of the day, all people really want is, um, you know, to be loved, to uh, have meaning, to love, you know, to have family, to have friends, to have good health, um, you know, to have meaning in their life, a meaningful job, uh, meaningful passions. I think collective, you know, we're all individuals and 100% uh, unique like nobody has lived your life experience or mine or anybody else's. We've all had different life experiences. 
And yet, at the core of it, we all want the same things, essentially. So, where was I going with any of that? I don't know. The, uh, <laughs> I don't know where I was going with any of that, folks. Uh, that, that happens here on this show. I just start rambling, and I go, huh, that was supposed to tie into something, but look at me not, uh, you know, re remembering what I said four seconds ago. That's all right. Brittany, 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 beautiful place in uh, Colorado, I might say. Gorgeous country. Colorado is a gorgeous state, and I loved uh, Brittany's cabin. Yeah, I'm looking at, looking at it right now. It looks great. I love that sort of that cabin feel, tucked away in the woods, private, solitude. If you're a psychopath, you can get rid of bodies. Like, it just makes life easier. Makes life easier. Um, again, wonderful to see the type of um, healing. I keep using that word too much. Um, that comes along with, with all of us learning about our family's history. And Brittany had recently lost her father, and um, I, I recall her her part of her family history was, you know, having having people, um, you know, ch children. It's just crazy when you when you hear about it. You know, I think in this case, uh, Brittany's case, somebody had I think it was like fifteen children, and I, I'm gonna mess up the numbers, but like seven or eight of them passed away very young. And it's just it's crazy that just a few hundred years ago, how often children were dying, you know, or just how anybody would get sick and die. Like the advances in medicine have, have uh, really made, even with all of our, our, our problems, it's, it's made this uh, time in history a great time to be alive. But wonderful to see Brittany's uh, experience and uh, just to, for her to fill in those gaps in the narrative and to, to learn everything that she learned and uh, again, in a beautiful spot, she comes from a, a beautiful space. Vanus, I don't know how to say it. V A uh, N N A S. The A with the two dots, whatever that is. Ooh, I don't know how to. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know. I don't know what that is. Um, so very happy to see Brittany's story uh, come to fruition for her, and for her to experience the things that she did and to learn everything that she did learn. Wonderful. And then, ah, yes, yes, I want to talk about this. Then we went to, um, we got to stay with that lovely family um, up north uh, at the, at the, uh, at the, like, the farm, the farm. It looks like, by the way, if you haven't been to the United States, uh, it looks like Wisconsin, exactly like Wisconsin. It doesn't look any different at all. It's the same, which makes sense that Swedish people came and settled into the Midwest. Makes total sense. But that, excuse me, was one of my favorite um, experiences on the entire show. There's another experience which, ha which hasn't been shown yet that I really enjoyed. But uh, this one, this one was wonderful. We had been um, traveling throughout Sweden, experiencing all the different places, home base in Stockholm, and so, which I loved Stockholm, as I've talked about. And, but it was, it was, a, it was a wonderful sort of contrast to all of a sudden be like six hours north uh, in Umia, and to be in the countryside um, and to just see the, the rolling fields and there's like, and the, the garden that they had. And, you know, we, we ate moose that the family had killed, that the husband had killed. And um, the, the was, it was one, I can't talk, one of the best meals I had had. 
we that definitely one of the best meals that I had was was that that moose sort of I don't know taco thing with the vegetables wrap not a taco wrap um, a moose wrap a moose veggie wrap it was uh, excellent and it was shared in such good company and they were so uh, kind and generous to us we had a fire at at night and um, they didn't show this John and I were throwing an axe at a tree um, you know trying to I think it was like a, like a final fifth generation axe and we were like ah we'll just hurl it hurl it at this tree I'm sure it's not valuable to them but uh, it didn't break I broke an axe once doing that I broke my my, my uh, grandfather's uh, like little throwing what was it like a throwing axe like those Native Americans have you know that you see in the movies and like dances with wolves I mean, they hurl they hurl it into a, the white man's back one of those. I had an old one of those and uh, broke it trying to be cool. Um, fun times, though, up north in Umia. Yes, I, I look back on that time in the countryside and uh, really cherished it. We had a wonderful fire uh, in the evening to finish off the, the day of filming. And uh, they busted out a guitar and uh, they didn't show any of this, but um, I played a bunch. John played a song. Um, and uh, we just just sang campfire songs and hung out and uh, I ate a bunch of, I remember they had a bunch of candy, ate a bunch of chocolate. Uh, I ate so much chocolate in Sweden. My whole face was breaking out. Just fucking munching down on sugar. And it was just so nice. Like I, I think back at that time and it was, it's a beautiful, it was a wonderful, wonderful experience and it was a, it was a lovely memory. It's a lovely memory. So... Uh, thank you to that family for taking us in, uh, for having us. It was it was fun. I wish him well. I wish him well. And then for the final competition, folks, the final competition. We had to uh, memorize thirty songs in thirty minutes. A preposterous ta- uh, task to bestow upon non-Swedish listening Americans. Non-Swedish music listening Americans. Oh, um, but uh, your boy, your boy took care of it. Took care of it, folks. Got that first five. Five out of five, baby. But yeah, my my goal was, you know, to, uh, you know, I, John said, you know, he was like, I'm just gonna try to memorize twenty. Um, I just went straight for trying to memorize all thirty, and uh, I knew, you know, we knew that. If we, once we got five, we were good to go, and I just wanted to spend as little amount of time in that competition as possible, and uh, which I did. So I, that was a that was a fun competition. I was uh, very happy with how I did. It doesn't really look like it, which I'm glad. Uh, but I was I was super nervous for that competition. We were all we were all really nervous and uh, quite anxious, but. I thought I would look like a psychopath because I don't think I opened my eyes. I barely opened my eyes that whole competition. Like I opened them when, when I twisted the board, but otherwise, like I was so singularly focused on on the task at hand and remembering everything that I had learned, all the different associations that I had like created in my head to memorize thirty songs in thirty minutes. And the way I did that, by the way, if you need to memorize a bunch of shit quickly, ah, uh, oh, the shit quicklies. That's a good band name. The shit quicklies. Uh, uh, it's called, you can, you can look it up on YouTube, uh, Google it, 
duck, duck, go it if you don't trust Google. Um, it's called the Mind Palace Technique. And I, I think, fictitiously, they, they uh, give the credit to Sherlock Holmes, if I'm remembering correctly. But yes, the Mind Palace Technique, basically, it's, it's a visual memorizing system. You create this sort of house in your head and you make it as visually detailed as possible. So that, and then you, you, you like correlate whatever it is that you're trying to memorize as objects in the room. And so the songs were in Swedish, so I would listen to them. And then as soon as I heard a word that sounded like an American word, I would just like remember the American word and I would associate it with the date. And, um, you know, it was a short term strategy because it was a short term competition. I don't remember the, I don't remember the dates anymore. But uh, at the time, I had I had that shit locked in, locked in, and then we had to say goodbye, as we have been doing now throughout the episodes. We had to say goodbye to Brittany, as she said, you know, it just wasn't her game. Um, she was she was disappointed with the results, um, as as anyone would be who who um, as anyone yeah as anyone is. As everyone is when when they have to go home, and so we're saying goodbye to Brittany. Uh, we wish her well. We wish her well, and um, we're moving on to next week's episode, folks. Which hinted at um, being outdoors, which hinted at uh, Sally's story, which hinted at some sort of hot button topics. Uh, with regards to gun policy, and um, yes, and what else? Oh yeah, and then at the end, at the very end, you see, you see a nice little bird getting into a bath. Bird being Erica. All right, friends. Well, that's the end of the show. Just like that. If you'd like to support the show, again, head over to Patreon.com/slash Trevor Olson, where you can sign up to support the podcast, support the music, support support everything that I'm doing here creatively if you're interested in doing that. It's the best way, patreon.com slash Trevor Olson. We'll be back uh, every Saturday on Patreon and for free every Wednesday, as you know, on YouTube. Um, and of course, when this uh, little spree ends of talking Ultrasphere, the show is going to continue every Wednesday for free, as it has been doing for the past year. So uh, keep doing your thing. Keep moving forward. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, we'll see you guys next week talking about next week's episode. And uh, take care of yourselves, my friends, and we'll see you later.